Sometimes you want to know why a subject is taboo. So you talk about poop. Is that too on the nose? <laughs> this is the Wayward Podcast. I love Billy Moran. Hey, you know what I think I just sang? It was the 90210 opener. Yeah. Right? Yes. It sounds a bit like ours. Which, like, we're basically Beverly Hills 90210. I mean, I am right such now. a Brenda. I'm, I don't know what I am, but like <laughs> sitting on you the floor. Think of any of the other names. Oh, no, wait. I'm like, Marsha. played no. Donna. Mar- I'm Donna. Yeah, I'm going through Marsha and Greg. Pretty Bunch? And yeah. <laughs> That's not right. I used to watch The Pretty Bunch when I was a kid, but they were like reruns. I watched the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch was the first show that uh, ever scared me. Oh my God, Why no! That's just that? how timid I was. I didn't get to watch television as a kid except for Sesame Street. And my babysitter watched, let me watch the Brady Bunch, and it was one where they were trying to pretend their house was haunted or something like that. Oh, but there that's were scary noises. Scary, yeah. Don't care. I was hiding behind a chair, how crying. Old were you? I don't know, like six or seven. Oh. And you're like, this is the most terrifying show ever. It was terrifying. The Brady Bunch. (laughs) A bunch of kids in a haunted house. Scary noises. family. Oh, that's adorable. None of this has anything to do with what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, we're just We're We're just just babbling. We're We're tired, but we're here and we're happy to be here. Yeah. So something that we thought that we could talk about today. Now, Kim brought this up. And I want to say it's because of the amount of poop talk we've had this weekend, but maybe it is not. exactly it is, is it? exactly because because okay so here's what happened yeah. every time I would bring up either on stage specifically like when when Rachel was doing her constipated I'm pooping right now yeah, face which is such a genius thing and then there's a little voice in my head, back of my head that says you shouldn't have said that and so huh. today I thought a topic would be what what. Why is it taboo? Things that are taboo. Okay. But, like, why? There are some things, so I don't know where it's going to go. It'll veer right, left, center, sure. upside, downside. I don't fucking care. Exactly. But but my question that I'm posing for our discussion is, why the fuck are some things taboo when they're so normal? Like Absolutely. pooping. Yes. Okay, so... I'm going to use this specific example, and then it will not be in reference to probably anything else. But I, my sense of humor, my favorite sense of humor is shock humor. Mm-hmm. And so I constantly ride the line of being inappropriate, constantly. Because if you go a little bit over the line, you shock people, and for the most part... If they're your people, they will laugh their asses off. And I love nothing more than to make people laugh. So when it comes to poop talk, if they're not expecting it, it, it in this case, because we're making a joke about Rachel's um, laugh face looks also like a bit of a poop face. Um, it looks a lot like a poop face. Um, I've never seen her poop. I've not either. And I don't think that she would have to push that hard. I don't think so either. Um... Why don't we ask her? Um, But point being is that was, for me, the poop conversation today. 
Now, I wonder if when you were in your head going, we shouldn't be talking about this, was it because of the way we are talking about it? Because you're right, having discussions about bowel movements is not it's inappropriate. But, but me making a joke about her hilarious face looking like a poop face could be offensive. But we know it's not be, because we love her. But is it considered but... taboo? Like I would argue in general, mm-hmm. discussion about pooping and peeing, if you're not referring to a baby, mm-hmm. is rides that line of taboo. I guess the, the people think it's taboo because you envision the other person doing it and it's a private moment. Why don't, well, why don't I want a picture? Like, it's not the worst thing in the world. Everybody poops. Everybody poops. There's a Everybody book poops. about it. There's a book. There's a book. My favorite joke, I used to say this at panels all the time. I was like, oh, see, that was my belly gurgling. Um, I used to say, you guys, when you have an awful day, you look in the mirror and you judge yourself. You're worried about how everybody's thinking about you. You never feel like you're quite enough for this world. <laughs> Just imagine Beyonce having a poop. <laughs> because you know she does and I'm like just imagine her having a big old poop poop because that's the reality is like everybody poops people would like to not talk about it because it's a very physically unpleasant it's not a beautiful natural thing you know it's unpleasant I mean it's I mean it can be pleasant a good poop can be pleasant it can pleasant. be satisfying yeah See, but we thought we were going to talk about pleasant. taboos. We're yeah. just going to talk about poop. <laughs> That's, we're never going to get no, past no. poop. I have another one I want to talk about. Okay, go. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Okay, so okay. the other thing I wanted to... Uh, you were talking about things that are unpleasant that you didn't want to talk about. So what I want to ask is who decides what's unpleasant? Yeah, man. That's who decides what's a taboo. Yeah. So um, I'm going to talk about breastfeeding. So for me, my breasts are private because they are a private part. I do not, I'm not ashamed of showing them. Um, But some people are ashamed to see them. Yeah. Now, there's a difference. There is a difference between breastfeeding and, you know, flashing your boobs. I recognize that. But to me... There's such a small difference because to me, it's just flesh. But, and I've said this before, um, my comfort with the way I show my body empowers me. And for some people, their modesty empowers them. So at what point do you go, that's taboo? Who, who gets to say that? Yeah. You know? A lot of, like, all of the taboos I can think of deal with sex. Yeah. Or bodily oh. functions. I can't think of, whoa, that was your belly. It's still you going. Okay? Hi, tummy. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I can't think of, ta- it used to be, and maybe in some parts of society it still is taboo for us to be cussing as much as we are. A hundred percent. I think it still is. Expression. I, I, I would say... 
Like, what's the difference to between some, to some. taboo and just frowned upon? Good point. Good point. Well, I mean, I guess I'm not sure what that line is, but it is certainly still frowned upon by some. Yes. Yes. Passionate and vulgar It used to be taboo for women to wear fucking pants. Yeah. Right? To wear swimsuits. Couldn't show your ankles. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like taboos are there to keep people who are scared safe. And usually those people are scared because they don't know the other side of something. Yes and no. Yeah. I also think taboos are there to keep society safe. Not just because people who are scared, but like, I don't think, for instance, pedophilia should be normalized. Oh, would we call that a taboo? Yes. That is a, like, that's a taboo. We don't discuss, it's also a crime. I was going to say, I would call that a crime more. But it is, but it, but it is a taboo subject. Oh, taboo subject. Yes, yes, yes. It is a subject that should remain taboo. Absolutely. Because it shouldn't, so I think that some taboos exist to keep society So what about the idea that, um, like we were talking with Rachel about your daughter describing her friend Rachel in a wheelchair yes, without attaching any judgment to it, just going, this is who I'm talking about. And I think, there we go. I think taboos are inherently judgmental. But I, and this is just my opinion, Uh uh I think there's some shit that should be judged. Well, I was going to say sometimes also the taboo of... Are, are you, were you born in North America? Or the taboo of even, um, how do you pronounce your first name if it's someone from another culture? Um, sometimes I feel this f- fear of, of embarrassing yourself. Um, and so people say, it's kind of taboo to ask or, so, or something like that. I don't know if I'm explaining myself properly, but. Okay. Yes. Feel like All right. You understand so, that. so I'm gonna back up just a second because yeah. this actually is hand in hand with the my daughter. Because for those of you who, who uh, my my daughter said she wanted to throw a party. We had five minutes to prepare, but mm-hmm. she was telling me the people she wanted to invite, and she wanted to invite her friend Valentina, who's Brianna's daughter, mm-hmm. and um, her friend Leone, who's her best friend, and her friend Rachel in the wheelchair, who is Rachel Minor. And I told Rachel this, and the interesting thing is, I didn't have a second of hesitation to tell Rachel yeah. this because Rachel has met my daughter and she understands that that is that that definition has no judgment in it there's no malicious intention behind it um whereas now playing it back in my head that might have that might have was it incensed was it not something that, but but there was love there moving forward to what you were just talking about is what's the intention behind calling something taboo is it my fear of embarrassing myself? And same thing with racist mm-hmm. or racism. That's like what's the what's racism you ever, versus racial questions. Do you ever it, describe someone as another color? And then second guess yourself? Or do no, I just do you I go, do. Oh, um, you know my friend Dan, he's black. And sometimes I say that and go, I don't like that. I don't like that I do that. I don't like that I don't, that I go, uh, you know my friend Dan, who has the black Jetta? Do you know what I'm saying? Well, yes. 
Yes. And is that taboo? Is that taboo? Is that it ta- feels taboo. Well, because it might be offending someone. And it's, yes. And it's closing. Like, oh, God, this is so good. Like, when is the fear of offending someone warranted? Yeah. Like, I should be afraid of offending someone. Yes. By only describing them as their skin color. I should be afraid of that because that's not cool. And I'm afraid of it because I don't want to offend somebody. And also, I don't want to get in trouble for offending somebody. But ultimately, the only way you can learn is by making an error and being corrected. Yes. So that's why, what did I say today? I call, oh, I said something in a panel. I said, I made a joke about how I ninja kicked um, Kim Rhodes some treats. And then I asked her afterwards and I was like, is, is, is it taboo to say ninja? Like, I didn't know if that would offend somebody. And I was questioning that, and I still don't really know, so any of your listeners are welcome to weigh in, and people will have opinions either way. But, um, yeah, it's this kind of thing where uh, it's, in terms of of being offensive with taboos, sometimes I wonder if taboos are are there to just keep our fears cozy and warm, you know? I was like, if I just went ahead and offended somebody, I might get an answer, and then I would know and not do it again. Well, do you think there's a difference between taboo and offensive? Because I do. Yes. I think that I think that offensive is a choice. Taboo is something that is almost shouldn't be allowed as a choice. Can you think of any other taboos? Oh God. Ta- yes, and they're they're horrific. Like and they generally have to do with sexual activities, mm-hmm. um, and they generally have to do with drastic disempowerment mm. of activity, like, like, uh, 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 what are they called? Snuff films, like, like engaging someone in or watching a snuff film wow. for sexual gratification. Like to me, they are things that are so unspeakable okay. that they are taboo it's not just offensive it's not do not go here here there be dragons so when I think of taboo I think of I think a lot about a woman's body and how a woman's body has in so many ways the conversation of a woman's body has become taboo talking about body hair talking about pubic hair talking about periods talking about period sex talking about sex sounds talking about um, talking about sagging skin after you've had a baby. Like any of that stuff that we have been told or we have decided uh, we don't want to share with the world has somehow become taboo. Because I think, I think not talking about the fact, like I'm not going to walk up and introduce myself to people and go, hey, my name is Kim Rhodes and I have a sagging vulva. Right. Like, that's not going to be my... I wouldn't my, put it past me, but I it, won't now. <laughs> like, like maybe not the first words out of my mouth. Okay. But I don't think it should be criminal to talk no, about. No, And I think more people would probably be relieved if they were like, oh my God, that's natural me and too. normal yeah, exactly. and not something to be... I saw a meme on Instagram, speaking of, that was like... Things people don't talk about. And it was 
Oh, in sex, in porn. It was talking about porn and it was talk things people don't talk about. It was things like um, the the vagina farts that oh, happen yeah. during sexual intercourse. Um, it was talking about um, uh, holding each other afterwards. Uh, period sex. Uh, uh, body hair. Now I'm confused. Do they not talk about it in the porn industry or just it never happens to come up in a porn? It they're they're happen- complaining about the dialogue in porn. They're, they're com- not dialogue. They're complaining about the um, false reality that porn creates. Oh, I need to watch more porn. Oh, I mean, I don't know that you do. There's some good porn out there. I read, not to talk too much about porn, but... Uh, it is taboo, like... It is a bit. Yeah, I think it was like taking, destigmatizing porn and making it more relatable so that when you had these experiences personally, such as somebody not being able to get it up, somebody not prepared... Vagina farts. It's vagina farts, um, period sex... Um, all of these things, um, it was just mentioning them made you feel so present, made me feel so present going, I do all, I've had all of these things. Okay. So this actually may have answered the question I didn't know that I was trying to articulate. You talk about the warm and cold method. Like you think about something and if it feels warm and good and resonant, you move towards it. But if it feels cold and wrong, you move away from it. So you look. So in terms of taboo, for me, we've discussed two kinds. And the kind that I was like, why is that taboo? Actually feels warm and good and like, no, I want, I want to encourage people to express things about this. I do, even if it makes me uncomfortable, even if it makes me feel like, I'm wrong Mm -hmm. for the way I've done something, I still, the idea of someone expressing their preference for how I refer to gender, Mm -hmm. um, someone expressing their preference to how I refer to race, someone expressing their preference, it makes me feel good. So if that is a taboo, I'd like it to be broken. But there are other taboos that make me feel cold and chilly and wrong. Mm. And I think... Those, for me, I don't, I don't owe it to myself to explore and challenge myself to see the positive side of the other. No. I don't need to go down the rabbit hole of how do I find the good in this? Mm-hmm. I can just be like, and that's a taboo and it will remain a taboo for my own protection. Mm-hmm. And I don't even need to give other people the freedom to you just go right ahead and do that thing. No, fucking don't. And if you do, don't tell me about it. So then I guess the answer for you and probably for me is that a taboo is defined by what is your unshakable discomfort. Yeah, what's your what is your yeah. What's your What are you not willing value to value system? On? Yeah. So what you were saying earlier about who creates a taboo yeah. up to this point society to use a big general term. That's, Society yeah, yeah. has defined the taboo. Yeah. But now more and more individuals are being allowed to define the taboo. Mm-hmm. Um, and that means great things like barriers are being broken, stereotypes are being shattered, and people are being encouraged to be more of who they are. Yeah. Like at one point in this world, transgender was 
was was was such a taboo Secret. people didn't understand it existed yeah and now i'm posing with transgender flags and celebrating yes. people giving themselves permission to be who they are yeah um but the other side is like i've decided that this thing you know, I feel sexually gratified when I cut the limbs off of a guinea pig. Oh, God. You know what? It's not that I've come across that, but you know, we still have a society. We're still living in yeah. a society. Yeah. And enough people get to say, nah. We say nah. Yeah. No, thank you. Go to the. Yeah. And, and I have the blissful ignorance of not searching these things out on the dark web. Exactly. And so. That's so tough for me, though. I guess I never thought of stuff that you're describing, the dark stuff, as taboo. I thought of them as illegal. <laughs> <laughs> and so I never put them into the taboo because taboos for me are always – I always think of taboos as things that people are just uncomfortable with. I never think of taboos as things that put other people in physical – harm or other things but I guess people who would defend their things cult leaders don't think they're taboo right yeah you're right so um I don't know that I have anything outside of the illegals mm -hmm. the illegal things um I don't know that I have anything that I would consider taboo uh there's the things that we were discussing on the elevator ride up here about like people of a different generation who are learning about the right way to speak about marginalized people, the way they describe marginalized people to be taboo, but I don't think it's malicious because they're, my experience is they're willing to learn. My experience with the people I know is they're willing to learn. Oh, my experience is very different. Yeah. There are a number of people that feel very, very, very justified, no matter how many times it's explained, that word is actually, like, a carpet is oriental. A person is not. Yes. Be like, well, you know what I mean. No, yeah. No, no. And there are things that hurt my feelings. I definitely know I experience when people use the word retarded. I, I like, I just, I, I immediately When they clench. use it out of context. There, uh, to me, there is no context that okay. is appropriate right. for that word. Um, and when you're people right, you're use right. it, That's and when people use it, like even, even when like, they use it in music, yeah, I'm like no, you can't. Oh, oh, no, you can. You yeah, can. yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That that note can be retarded. Um, <laughs> That's what that, I meant. It's, yes, but 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 like either oh, this elevator door is so retarded. Oh, I hate that. Or y you that know, person. well, that person, you know, what what are you retarded? Yeah, I, I get. Like even having it come out of my mouth, it, it keeps coming out You're of my right. mouth because it's because I get frantic. I get very like, <gasps> but I recognize that's because of my personal relationship with the word. And so I try very hard every single time to be like, well, I know what they meant. And every single time I look at the person differently after they use it. That's fair. I can't help it. Like they, it comes out of the mouth and I'm like, Oh, God, I'm sorry. Would you ever... Um, so th this reminds me of a moment that happened not too long ago that I actually... I was very proud of myself for. Because I'm not 
awesome. I'm surprisingly not awesome at doing this, but I realize that I'm growing into a stronger person who will do this. I was at a, a party, um, and we were all watching a show together, and it was an award show, and I can't remember what one it was, and the and it was a it was a short film that won, and the person somebody went up on stage and accepted the award and in their speech said something about um, menstrual equality. And I was with a bunch of people I didn't know. I was in Los Angeles, a new group of friends that I brought with a good friend of mine. So I wanted to make a good impression on this new group of friends, most of them men. Um, and a dude was like, what the fuck, you guys, what the fuck is menstrual equality? And he was making so many jokes. And I gave it a second because I was immediately like, <laughs> and I gave it a second. And then I just went over to him, not quietly, but also not angrily and just said, just so you know, menstrual equality is to support those in uh, different parts of the world where a lot of women and young girls are forced out of their village simply because their body is doing a natural process by menstruating. And he went, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I had no idea. And I was like, dude, it's all good. I didn't know yeah, about it. Until I'm not chastising either. you. I'm just I'm informing you. you. And whether he felt chastised or not is not my responsibility. But I did the thing that I want to do which is always understand and hope that people don't mean to be assholes. They just don't know better. Yeah. So I gently went to him and went, I just want you to know, and I'm pretty cool, and we've had a good time, right? But you said a thing that's not awesome, so I'm going to educate you on an awesome thing about it. And he totally took it and apologized and was like, that was unfair of me, and... I want to have more of those moments, but what it did take for me to was to risk looking like a crazy feminist or oh, God. taking not being able to take a joke Ugh. or something like that, right? Right. And I, I, I pride myself on being easy and fun and good to take to any group, and so I was like, there was a moment of going. I will, it will go against everything I believe in if I don't say something right now. But I also want to mm. be fun at the party, you know? And it all worked out. Um, I love... Now, I love that. And mm -hmm. I have not had a situation where I can be that. Because usually, like in this instance, if someone is using a word they know is offensive and it's just using a word, they already know it's offensive. I used to, years and years and years and years ago... I'm a different person than I was in my 20s because I used to think that people being offended by something I said was not my responsibility. In some ways, I guess I still think that, but in terms of saying offensive things that I knew were offensive, but I still thought they were funny and I wasn't being offensive and people knew I wasn't being offensive. So if I said something was gay to my gay friend and we laughed and laughed and laughed, but like another gay person overheard it and didn't think it was funny. I was like, well, he thought it was funny. Anyway, I used to think that wasn't my responsibility because I, my spectrum of the world was so much smaller. Yes. And now I realize there are too many fucking people in this world for you to just stand 
on your fucking pedestal and say that your word is God. Or that even uh, my intentions trump your experience. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Or my experience. You know what you experience. know what you know what I meant. Yeah. You know my intentions. I was just good. joking. It's just oh. It's just a joke. And you're like, "Yeah, but a joke that hurts another person, it's not that funny." Uh, how do we get here from taboos? Just I talking mean, about like what what should be talked about? What should be discussed and what what shouldn't be discussed? And like, is it a taboo for me to use the N-word? It is. Mm-hmm. And it should be. Yeah. Because it's hurtful and the word itself comes with a history that I don't have the right to. Mm-hmm. I don't have the experience behind the word. I don't even have an understanding mm-hmm. about the experience behind the word. Mm-hmm. Other people will argue that is an infringement on freedom of speech. So guess what? It's not illegal to use it. Yeah. It is taboo to use yeah. it. So is there a law against it? No. Is there a social construct around it? Yes. Should there be a co- social construct around it? I believe there should be. Mm-hmm. Do other people disagree with me? Yeah. Yeah. So that's one of those things where it's like, I I think there should be enough people who say, this is hurtful, let's not do it anymore. So I guess the takeaway from this is that taboos are not a bad thing to have. Not inherently. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I still I still say without saying things that hurt people or offend people and doing it anyway, I still say that I do like to ride the line of t- being taboo because I think sometimes it shocks people. Well, I think taboos are not necessarily a bad thing, but they mm-hmm. should always be questioned. Yep. Agreed. Because quite frankly, things like breastfeeding and pooping that we all do, we can re-examine and take out of the taboo category. Mm -hmm. Like, there should be a reason for it other than everybody says so. Yeah. So, period sex for all of you. Menstrual equality. Unless you're not having sex, and I respect that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was my tummy. Was it? Yeah. Oh, it's the battle of the tummies over here. All right. Okay. I love you, Kim Rhodes. I love you, Brianna Buckmaster. Danner, 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 danner. Oh, Ugh. we're back on the 90210. <laughs> oh.